All right, now we're recording. So now I can call you a dumbass? Now, this is the third hour that you missed of Bluegrass MMA Live because I fucked it up. And since we're not on Blog Talk and we're doing this recording, I can cuss, Juan. That is not actually in your contract. It says no more cussing. Period. I work without a contract. All right, so this is the round Juan. table. This, shut up, Aaron. This is no, the, no, I was actually going to praise you. You only cussed once the whole show. I know. I said balls a couple times, though. That's not, well, and the one time was my fault, too, so. Yeah, because you, I just read what you said, so you actually cussed. <laughs> All right. So, joining us in the roundtable on this uh, May 13, 2014, as always, Aaron Garrett. Aaron, how are you? I'm doing good, good. And our friend, Carlo Kellum, who was with us and took the fabulous pictures that you saw on BluegrassMMA.com. Carlo, what's cracking? Hey, what's up, Gary? What's up, guys? It's always a pleasure to be part of the greatest MMA show and website in the world. So... I want to talk with Carlo and uh, with, about somebody that you guys know in Michael Cockerham, who fought Friday night against Ben Sargent, the undefeated Ben Sargent against the six and eight Michael Cockerham. Was the, a lot of people, Carlo, said this is the fight of the year. Was it this year fight of the year? I must, uh, I must say, thus far, this was the best fight I've seen in a long time. Uh, Michael Cockerham, you can tell that he's been doing some extensive training. And I, I think he went with three fights in a row prior to this fight. Yep. I mean, his jab reminded me of Larry Holmes. I mean, I'm sorry, he's with who, four seasons now? Yeah. I mean, you can tell right now he's taking his training very seriously. He's focused, and I was very impressed with his with his boxing game. I wanted to see him box versus do MMA. If he hadn't gassed in the – because Ben Sargent dominated the third round, guys. He But all he did was lay on top of him. He just muscled him down and kept him there. Tried for a couple of submissions. Cockerham got out. But the first two rounds, I scored them both 10-9 for Cockerham. The first round, he opened up Ben pretty – Ben dropped him early. I think that's probably what won the round on the other two judges' cards. Would you say, Carlo? Because early in the fight, he got dropped quick. Yeah, I thought that I thought that uh, drop, which I got a nice picture of uh, Cockerham falling to the, the canvas. I thought that was the end of the fight. But, I mean, you could, like I said, Cockerham's been training hard. He uh, recuperated very quickly from that knockdown. Was able to get in def- uh, defensive mode on the ground, and and uh, I think he uh, was he he basically hung into the bell ring during that during that time. But now, I had it one one, uh, Gary. See, I thought going into the third because he got up and he pressured Ben the rest of the round, worked that jab, cut him open, and I've um, if you go to my Instagram, you can see in the first round he chases Ben all around the cage. Which is weird yeah, to me. I think I was I think I was traumatized by that time because a lot of blood was on my white shirt at the time. Did you get? I didn't see. Did you get blood <laughs> on your shirt? Yeah, I, I was sprayed with blood three times that night, and I had to get up and leave during the third round of that fight and go take a whole bath and come <laughs> back. So <laughs> at the time, I had it one one. I had the first round of Ben, second round of Cockerham. third round when I came in, I came in kind of late, but what I saw, I had Ben winning that, but. Like I said, I, I missed a good portion of the third round due to that. Yeah, he was dominant in the third round, Sergeant was. But, and but, hats off to him. But you guys have seen Cockerham fight. Like, I hope they put that video up pretty quick because, shit, it, here's what I understand. And I love 
the attempt at the media and all that, the fighters got their pre-fight interviews. There were more cameramen there than there were concession stand workers. Uh, <laughs> but like the pay-per-view on demand is, is, was just became available today. How are you going to make any money off that? Which they did lower it to $5. If you want to watch the all eight fights. Plus, did you stick around for the post-fight press conference? I did stay around for uh, the first, uh, like the first five minutes of it. It was taking a long time to tell, to be honest. But I was very impressed with the Kinman camp. <laughs> that was a very unique. Uh, have you guys ever seen that before where they strap a camera onto the referee? I mean, back in Pride. Yeah, I didn't watch Pride. Did, I, I got a question. Did Tucker uh, Hand do a cargo pick? He did. Some, yes, he, did. He, he did, and he did some spinning back fists. Um, Actually, I got a shot of him missing the spinning backhand with uh, Ben ducking on it. But that was a pretty good shot. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, it surprises me. He, he seems like he's doing a lot better than what when I uh, cornered against him against our, our guy. I mean, like his last couple of fights have seemed like you know he's won a couple in a row, and you know I've been told this fight he actually won the fight. I'm glad he's doing a lot better. I actually just got off the phone with him uh, earlier today about fighting for us. Did he accept it? Oh, of course he did. He doesn't care when, where, and how. He'll accept anything, he seems like, which is awesome. $100 and some zebra cakes. He's in. You know what, Gary and I, that's the most most scary thing about a guy like Cockerham. He's not afraid of anything. He'll fight anybody. You know, he's been there with Don Shaway, Dan Sargent. He doesn't care who he fights. This guy, that's what makes him so scary. He'll fight anybody. Any weight. Yeah, 180, yeah, 205. Yeah. Heavy, he fought Jerry Burns at heavyweight and beat him. He'll, hey, he'll fight Cody Gableman. See, he'll drop down that weight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Listen, I really don't think Cockerham's ever done a push-up in his life. But He does cartwheels, though. He, he like a ball. Do a mean cartwheel. You uh you mentioned Dante Wade and and Juan and I talked about this earlier. He can't find a fight anywhere around here. He has to go to South Bend, Indiana Saturday to take on a hometown guy. He's coming at two and zero. The hometown guy's zero and one. I'm like, what the hell are they thinking? Bringing Dante Wade in fight the hometown guy? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Hey, Ben Sargent said he'll fight him. I bet you Ben Sargent won't fight Michael Cochran again. There has to be a rematch in that fight. I think. I mean, it was so close. Uh, I mean, it was it was better than Madonna Mayweather. I'm not gonna lie. You know, me being a big boxing fan, I was more entertained with Cockerham and Ben Sargent than Medina and, and uh, Mayweather. There has to be a rematch. I would think somewhere down the line that those two will fight again. We'll see. I, I would like to see Ben Sargent go to 170 pounds. I think he would be totally dominant there if he can make it. I'm sure he can. This was a 180. He can make 170. Oh, yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't. So, you've made 170, Aaron Garrett. There's hope for everybody. Hey, now. Well, you have, right? I was back. Yeah, yeah, once. That was back in my good old days, though. That's You were popping mini thins and rubbed down with Abilene. I had, <laughs> I had to take a IV in my arm afterwards, but you know, <laughs> I still made it. You were all Peter. But, hey, but, hey, guys, a fight that I keep hearing about that would be a great matchup would be Mike Sills and Ben Sargent. 
You know, I remember Sergeant talking about that. Seals was supposed to fight Saturday night against Craig Johnson at 3FC. And this is what this is what I don't understand. And Aaron, being a guy that's in the gym and a fighter yourself, it's the Saturday, a week before your fight. He's sparring and gets kneed in the eye, cuts his eye wide open, can't, and has to pull out of his fight. What the fuck are you doing a week out that requires you to be in the mix like that? Especially if you're a pro. That's retarded, yeah. I mean, we, we had a fighter, the other, our life's fight card, working on ankle locks the week of the fight. Why? Yeah, I don't know what these fighters are thinking. I don't know, man. You don't, I mean, that's, I, I always thought like the last week, you know, was, was the buildup week. I don't know. Juan, what do you think? I mean, I, just, I think that's, that's stupid. Uh, to be honest with you guys, I wasn't listening to anything you said for the past <laughs> 20 minutes. Juan's just. Well, I think the last week was makeup. It's the make weight week, right? Right? You got to make weight that week. It should be. Yeah. Or at least get mentally prepared for the travel or what have you. I don't know. Uh, what was your question now? I'm sorry. Mike Seals. They're talking about Mike Seals and Ben Sargent. Mike Seals was supposed to fight Saturday, but the Saturday before, I was actually at. Uh, at the double impact show and talking to JP Felty who looked great at one. At, he was at 170, but he could have made 55 easy. I think he looked dominant, uh, but that's a different topic. He says seals was training that morning and got need and cut his eye open and had to pull out his three FC fight with Craig Johnson. Why are you doing that a week? Uh, you know, seven days out from a fight. I mean, some people hard spar still up until five days. I mean, is it the right thing to do? I, I don't think so, but that's just what some fighters do. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's crazy. Here's something I want to throw I, I get- out there to, to you and Juan, to Aaron and Juan. Carlo and I have been all over this great state this year so far. Saw a lot of great fights. Ohio. Where's Ohio. Ohio is <laughs> <Good> one, <Aaron. laughs> is trailing Kentucky in number of events put on. How's that happening? It's well, and that's what uh, happens when you have bullcrap events coming up on every weekend. See, we're in Ohio. It's good quality. So, oh, so it's bullcrap events quality every, every versus other weekend. Quantity. All right, yeah. Hey, we're being we're being in uh, UFC fights now. <laughs> in, in, the la- in the last twelve months, no, Todd. No, in the last year. And this on the 2014 calendar. Oh, okay. In the last 14 months, we're tied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, anyways, Indiana has more than all of us, so we have no room to talk. And it's not about states; it's about the region. And the Ohio Valley region is doing phenomenal compared to other regions. Right. And we just don't throw, like he said, crappy cards together and just no, you do let people fight for the fun of it. You do. Oh, really? I think Bernie would disagree with you on that one. Yeah, Yeah, Bernie. Give a fuck. I'd I'd like to put Bernie and Todd in a fist fight. Because Todd does not like Bernie. He he always talks about how he's overpaid and doesn't take care of the taxpayer money. I don't know. I do not know. Bernie was happy with... uh... Bernie was really happy with the UFC card, though. I'm well, glad fuck, about that. who wouldn't look at the tax money he's got in, got everybody work? Gary Copeland. Carl, did you watch the fight Saturday night? 
I did not watch the fight Saturday night. I was watching the replay of Mayweather and Madonna. Well, was it the Coke fight that that Cope was in? Eric Coke and uh, Darren Cruikshank, where fucking Coke was just unconscious, taking a beating. Cope didn't stop it. Yeah, they took him like good ten seconds. I mean, he he was right there though. I think he did a good job. I mean, his eyes were still. He was still trying to defend himself in full guard. He was. I thought it was a great stoppage. My friend and your friend, who, by the way, no longer does the gifs of uh, the UFC anymore. Why? Uh, he got a cease and desist letter. Zombie Prophet said, what would happen if Gary Copeland married Kim Winslow? <laughs> I, I don't think she, she likes guys. <laughs> Oh, he, they were dogging him on Twitter, man. They were dogging Mini Brock Lesnar. Why? Saying he's a shitty referee. What? When? He, I hey, thought Gary is one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best, man. He, uh, man, and he, last Thursday I was doing the Pro MMA Now show and he's calling me. And I was by myself. I was waiting on our first guest. So it was just me talking. So I played his message over uh, on the show, his voicemail. <laughs> wow, you're an idiot. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, Gary, what's going on, man? Hope I see you at Turf Wars. I miss you, buddy. We need to go out and eat. Oh, did I tell you I'm, <laughs> did, did I tell you I'm doing the UFC Saturday? <laughs> hey, he knows your first love, Gary. Oh, yes, it does. Hey, that's the only reason I go to fights anymore. That's the only reason I go to fights. Let me ask you guys this, and I think the UFC can deal with this to a certain extent, but I was listening to uh, the church of what's happening now, and I think I talked to you about this a little bit, Carl, when we had lunch last week. Uh, Justin Fortune, who's the strength and conditioning coach for Manny Pacquiao, he's, he loves boxing. He's talking about mm-hmm. how boxing's on the rise, but it will never be to where it used to be until there is a an American heavyweight that can kind of take the limelight. He says, you know, Floyd's doing a good job carrying it. The, the, the smaller guys are doing a good job in carrying it. But when you think, when I think about boxing, I think about Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. I think about the heavyweights, not the super middle cruiserweight champ. What, do you think that's true, Carlo? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. You know, me being a boxing guy first, you know, there, there's a lot of great fights that's out there right now. But the heavyweight division is, is what everybody pays attention to. And if you've been watching closely, there was actually a heavyweight title fight this past Saturday. You had Chris uh, Ariola versus uh, uh, Berman Starbound. He's Haitian-born, the first Haitian heavyweight champion. He has that WBC vacant title that was left over by Vitaly Klitschko, the older brother of the Klitschkos. Now, this is going to set up a super a big fight between Deontay Wilder and Sturvin coming up pretty soon. And Deontay Wilder is the bronze bomber, heavyweight, 31 and 0, 31 KOs. That's like unheard of in, this, in today's day and time. He hasn't really fought anybody, but when you say you fought 31 people and knocked all 31 out, I'm telling you, this guy is a total package, man. He's going to win a WBC title. 2015 will be a super fight between Vladimir Klitschko. And Deontay Wilder, you heard it here first, man. I'm, I'm predicting this. It's going to happen. The stars are online for this super fight, and he's going to bring the heavyweight titles back to America. Did you guys see uh, 
Did you see him knock out the internet troll? Deontay Wilder knocks the <laughs> the troll out. Hey, hey, look, look. <laughs> he that was the one, that the guy when he hit his when he hit his glove and he and the guy got knocked out. Yeah, that was one. If y'all didn't know that, <laughs> what what happened? This I guess Wilder had this fucking heckler internet troll and worked him over. And he said this guy does an interview and says he thinks he won against Wilder and he should fight Floyd Mayweather. Hey, if you can market yourself, you go for it. <laughs> There's a video of his pro this guy's pro boxing debut where he gets worked. It's funny. Did he say something about Deontay's daughter or something like that? Am I not mistaken? Is that so, the same guy? Yeah, something silly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Juan, you were at UFC. What? It had been a minute since you've been to a UFC event. Uh, Aaron, did you end up going? No, no, I didn't get to go. Juan didn't Too call busy. you when you won those tickets. No, why didn't he? Because you <laughs> didn't get Matt Brown for us, like you said you would. He hey. he's blaming that on Scott Sheely. Hey. I'm, I'm I'm placing blame on my phone, not calling you then. I'll give you Scott's number. You can yell at him. No. We won't be able to get the champ now. He's he's too much of a, a high commodity these days. Hey, it works. We, I'll make it up to you guys. Did the the, the total disclosed payroll six hundred eighty thousand dollars, which seems super low to me. Two guys only made eight grand on that card. Anthony Lapsley and uh, another guy just made eight grand. Anthony Lapsley shouldn't have made nothing. That was a horrible fight. He needs some work. Hey, he's an Ohio Valley guy. He's an Indiana guy. He, he is, and I was just crazy from that fight. Like, he kept on running from the guy. He missed weight originally? Awesome. Yeah. He's a lot better than what he was showing, at least. I don't know what happened to him. So I don't know what, so from start to finish in, in the, obviously the main event talked about across the globe, anybody that saw it, I mean, it was fucking, I thought Matt Brown was done kids. He got kicked in the liver on the ground. I thought it was over. And this some bitch said, fuck all that. I'm going to win. And that's what he did. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Scott said, I mean, he lost his voice from yelling and screaming so much. He said saying cuss words. Scott Sheely has a potty <laughs> mouth in the corner. Yeah, that video. Uh, he sent me that video right afterwards, and I was like, oh, damn. I mean, <laughs> how much did you get suspended for that one? <laughs> Don't show Bernie. Uh, no, Bernie's the, one, Bernie's the one that brought it up. <laughs> when he got kicked, and I'm up in the stands, he got kicked. Uh, the first thing I thought, or the first, yeah, the first thing I thought was the matchup between uh, Pete Pete Drog, uh, I can't think of his last name now, Drago, uh, and uh, Scott Smith. Remember that fight? No. Pete sells. Yeah, Pete yeah. Drago sells and uh, Scott Smith. That's who it was. No. That fight. Strike Force? Do I? No, it was in UFC. It? it was a long time ago. Uh, Pete nailed Scott. Scott was, like, backing up, hurt, hunched over, and Pete came in to close him out. But then all of a sudden, Scott Smith had one last right to him. And then knocked out Pete. I do remember that now. It was awesome. Yeah, so Eric Silva, after he dominates the early part of the first round, 
ends up leaving U.S. Bank Arena on a stretcher. Yeah, so I stayed out after the wow. event, and uh, they'd done the post-fight interview with Matt. Matt stayed in the ring, took some pictures with his family and all that. Everybody was there. Might have been like fifty people left in the whole arena, including myself and Eric and, Silva. <laughs> and, and Eric Silva, they had to pull out the stretcher, get him on the stretcher, cart him off. As he was getting carted out, he did stick his hand up. That was the first sign of movement from the guy when he was already halfway down the ramp to go to the ambulance. It was like everybody was in shock. Like he hasn't moved. And what was kind of funny, I don't know if anybody's really paying attention on TV, but they actually had to move. The set of um, Kenny Florian and uh, I can't think of his name now, uh, John Anik, away because Eric Silva, where he was positioned in the cage, was literally was like their backdrop if they were to talk about the fight after the event was over. They had to move that so it didn't show him in the background. Wow! Wow! So that was pretty. And good. the funny part was I, I was talking to Scott about Matt Brown, and on on Sunday Matt Brown was mowing his lawn. <laughs> I'm like, after that kind of fight, I'd be sleeping and laying in bed. And no, Matt's out there moaning his lawn. Matt Brown, Carlo, if you don't know, was in everybody's mind one fight away from getting cut from the UFC. Took some tough losses. Really wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, and then turns a switch. He's won seven fights in a row. He's like that country boy. He got in trouble for saying that the, the women in the UFC should uh, fight topless. <laughs> not so, a bad idea, but it's not going to fly. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's not what you say uh, when it, like the second episode of his podcast. You know, yeah, you know, we should. Well, that's well, weird. They do have lingerie football. I mean, hey, what the hell? They got lingerie MMA. <laughs> they do. They do. We need to find a closer show. I think it's all in like L.A. or something. But listen, I'm I if we, we ever need to judge an event, that's an event we need to judge. When are you gonna hire me know. to be I a judge? Have... You need to hire me and Carlo to be a judge, not June fourteenth because we'll be at Hard Rock. But after that, or do you even get to hire judges? Do they assign them? No, we get to hire. I mean, we get to suggest which ones we want. But I, what are you talking about? You never come to Ohio anyway. I would have paid me. If you paid me, I'd come. Yeah, he still <laughs> wouldn't. He'd find an excuse. He, he probably had a wedding that day. Yeah. Were you – who was there? We, was, was I talking to you, Aaron? When I No, I guess it was David McKinney when I promised I would come to uh, the June 7th uh, NAAFS show. Oh, yeah. But I already – I already feel like there's something I got to do that day. Maybe mow the yard. I, actually, I talked to uh, Nicole today about that card. That, that have you? Uh, I mean, that main event's gonna be pretty nice. I'm I'm ready to watch that main event. Cody Dude, that Stevens. venue. That who cares about the card? The venue is amazing. I'm going just to hang out at the venue. Didn't it rain on you last year? It was. It was the most epic fight between Jessica I and, and Boobs Raina McGee. Damp. Boobs McGee is what I call her. <laughs> that fight was amazing. Yeah. We actually uh, talked about her. We, me and Nicole talked about an hour and a half today about a whole bunch of different shit, you know, how MMA is not the same like it used to be. But hey, Anthony, fought. <laughs> He's in the background, you know, watching the kids. So, nah. 
But yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, I, I fought for her twice. Once for the NWFS, and then once when she was uh, with the ISBL. And what? Yeah, she's an international. I forget what it stands for. It was a Youngstown show. It was like way back in the day. Hmm. Uh, what's up on his future card, Carlo? I just saw, I believe, David Crow is going to make his pro boxing debut there. That's what they say. I mean, is it official yet? You know, that could, uh, that could change to me now on uh, next Friday. It's, <laughs> it's Facebook official. It's Facebook official, oh. yeah. I'll be interested to see the, the final uh, the final card a couple of days before that event. You know, I'm going to be out of town that weekend. So it's Memorial Day weekend. It's kind of a bad weekend for me. I already had plans uh, set bad up. Bad weekend but... for everybody. Fuck. Yeah, it's uh, but you know these guys, you know they are good friends of mine. You know they they've got a, a jam packed card for 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 that weekend. So you have nothing to do and want to have some fun, see some good action, man. Go see some good local boxing. Time out, real quick. Nate, hey, out. Nate Perry's gonna be on the card. Nate Perry. That's a, oh. he's a, he, Nate. <laughs> Nate Petty, man. He's a fast favorite, man. <laughs> he is. <laughs> real quick, Ed, Gary, you know better than I do on this Kentucky fight scene. Uh, did Crow say this was his last amateur fight? Listen, I had a talk with David Crow. I, and I'll just be honest. If he hears this, it's it's just tough love. He quit his fucking job, is training full-time back in Powell County, left AFS Academy to be a full-time fighter. And I said, really, how's that working out for you? Some bitch ain't fought. How you gonna be a full time fighter? You ain't even fought. You ain't got no sponsors. You ain't got no income. He's living off that fine ass woman of his. Yeah, she is fine. So once he <laughs> takes his pro boxing fight, he's gonna have to fight pro now. He can't go back to amateur fight. Yeah, no, no, no. He he's planning on making his uh, pro MMA debut June twenty eighth for Turf Wars. Gotcha. Do I think he's ready? Probably. Do I think he can make a career out of it? I think he might be able to make twelve hundred bucks if he fights eight times this year. <laughs> Maybe he's backed by the Russian mob. Does he have backing? He can't spell Russian. <laughs> I mean, I love the kid. I really do love the kid, and I just hate to see him. And if you can do it, fine. I mean, props to you for doing it. But that is just a dumb... I mean, how many people we talked to over the last six months and talked to them about fighter pay and this and that? There's nobody making a living, especially if you're O and O making a living off MMA. It's impossible. It's unless you fight every other weekend. It's damn near impossible to make a living as a full-time fighter. Yeah, I mean, hell. Michael Cochran's fought 22 times as a professional. He probably ain't made $1,000 combined. All right, he has. That's that's a big exaggeration there. And he's had what? He's six and nine. That's fifteen. Two. He's might have made three grand in two years fighting. Is that going to pay his house, car payment? His house pay? He told. Were you there, Carlo? When he's talking about getting pulled over. I heard about it, uh, I think, on social media, but I did not hear the exact full story. He said but he got I saw pulled... the social media, the social media content. <laughs> he said he got pulled over, and he had a warrant out for him, so he gave him gave the cop his his brother's social security number and name, got and they turned him loose. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> mm. uh, so I hope oh, that. Keep it with, uh, keep, 
keeping with the boxing, has has they confirmed uh, Chris Lotto versus uh, Roy Jordan Jr.? Chris Lotto was talking about it yesterday on the MMA Hour. I, I think that's a horrible fight. They don't fight yeah. who? Roy Jones Jr. versus uh, the Pride of Indiana, Chris Lytle. If Roy Jones, Roy Jones is smart, he won't fight ever again. I mean, this is, I mean, I, don't, I think Roy's done. I mean, he got knocked out in Australia. He got knocked out in Germany. I mean, he's been, he's done. Well, they want to do this MMA I mean, versus boxing stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, they, no, no, I don't think any boxer has been successful in MMA. I mean, James Tony tried uh, a couple other guys. Well, man. Trying, it's just, yeah. I mean, big time boxers haven't been successful. We're trying to do MMA going into the boxing world now. Yeah, Chris Lytle wasn't known for his boxing. No. So. That'd be like me going into a competitive eating contest, and I hate jalapeno peppers, but we're going to eat nachos. That's silly. But I, but I think it's a, I think it's an easier transition for an MMA fighter going to boxing versus a boxer going to MMA. But not when you're my four or five would, years old. No. So my problem would be is not kicking somebody or taking them down. Yeah. Because you got those snappy well, leg kicks, Aaron Garrett. Yeah. Well. You won't, you won't ever see you take somebody down in the night either, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. Oh, all right. Well, Carlo, you, uh, you're you not going to Turf Wars, are you? I would not be at Turf Wars, but I will be at Hard Rock. Was it June 4th? June 14th. June 14th, yes. I will have my camera in hand that night. We will reunite then. I'm excited for that card. We've not really talked about it much because – Hard Rock's still kind of building it up, but Isaiah Ferguson versus Jeremy Myers, eh, might be good. But Adam Fritz versus Justin Dowsett, oh, shit. That's you know, Adam, Adam Fritz is one of my favorite, man, so I can't wait to see him in action. And he just, hey, not to mention, he just graduated from EKU, right? He did, just graduated. Yeah. Uh, he goes to rapper school to my alma mater. Hey, congratulations to him. Yeah, you were uh, Western Kentucky. WKU, baby. Yeah. He's... He's uh he's traveling with Gina. He's going Thursday. They're leaving, I guess Thursday morning, maybe Friday night or Wednesday night. Oh, another thing, Gary. Next, uh, next Gina's next fight, the Louisville Phillies will sponsor her. So we want to sign up as a, a sponsor for Gina's next fight. Hell yeah! Uh, hey, Gina's next to... fight. The Magic Don Juan wants to sponsor her. <laughs> Do you still have your website, Juan? Uh, no, I didn't. I don't. Oh. I magic. did, though. You did have a website. No, the, did you blog the FFA on took it down. Yeah, it got taken down for being too awesome. It, it got too many it, hits. It got flagged for it <laughs> um, Talk. Watch your language. How many times do we have to tell you? Hey, watch. this is... Hey. I was actually nice to Gary. I actually gave him pretty much my whole card this time. Yep. And oh, yeah. You give it to Gary, but not me? Because I asked him for it, like a true journalist. I, I don't have time to worry about OF, OFC or the <laughs> Come on, now. I, I see fights up there, all right? I worry oh, about the no. that are this weekend. That's no. You, you, can't look, you can't look in the future. You just got taken off the... 
Death your, your credentials are yanked, bitch. <laughs> so let me let me walk you guys through the the Bellator media credentials. And we've talked about it before, but I literally sent an email and said, What do I need to do to get credentials? They said, You're taken care of. I said <laughs> Okay. Why couldn't they be like that even for the fucking UFC? There's, and there was empty tables, right, Juan? There were. My uh, my buddy Jeremy Loper got credentials somehow. And all he is is a radio talk show host. Yeah, he's a morning show host. Me and Carlos, Juan, we all should have been there. You, Aaron, I don't know what you'd have done. Look pretty, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, it's 11.50. My time here is just about done. No, it's uh, not. We still have to get at least till midnight. So don't you, you know, back out now. All right, I'll go to midnight. Hey, he's past his bedtime. Like eleven o'clock, news came on. It's over with. I don't even. I don't even watch the news, but I do. I'm trying. I'm playing a new game. That's because there is no news down there in, in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. All the corn raised two inches today. Johnny, <laughs> let's break to you. There's more corn where Garrett's at than where I'm at. I don't know what you guys. Yeah, are that's about. true. Down there in Kentucky. Don't worry about what the fuck yeah. we've been doing. Nothing. I get uh, Fox 19, though, as one of my local channels. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. It's crazy. It's odd. Now you can see what's going on up here in the great city of Cincinnati. And there's just as much Covington, Newport news on there as there is Cincinnati news. Well, I mean, they are really right off the river. It would only make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, since you're on the air with us, Aaron Garrett, talk about some of these upcoming fights that you uh, passed along. Uh, I don't remember any of them. Go to No, we have uh, Chico Bays making his pro debut uh, versus uh, J.D. Kraft from Indiana. And we got some three Canadians fighting as a pro. Hey. And I believe you mentioned DeCenso, one of them. DeCenso, DeMarc, and Tario. Yeah. One of them that I can't pronounce the name. Matt, uh, yeah, DeMarc and Canio. I guess it wasn't that hard. Versus that Mike Velasquez, which you've seen fight before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, Tell uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, Magic Senso rematch against Anthony Jameson. Jameson's good, man. Or yeah. he's, he's, oh. he's better now than he was then. Is he? Yeah. Carlo and I saw him at... Uh, Carlo, you were there when he fought Steve Bell at Bluegrass Brawl, weren't you? And beat Bell in his pro debut? Yes, sir. I was there at that fight. But Steve Bell, he, he bounced back right after that. But yeah, I was there for that fight. I think I judged that night, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we don't ever want to mess with the Canadians, though. So we think Canadians. So, Fuck the We got Sheely's daughter fighting that night, too. Is she really? She she wasn't on the yeah. card that you sent me? Oh, um, I thought... Oh, wait, she, Who's that, she fighting? Um, a Canadian. Canadian girl. 
I bet they don't shave their legs up there. That's kind of disgusting to think about. That was that was uncalled for too. Why would you even do that? Well, that's what he, that's how he likes his women, I guess. I like my women. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, what are you guys looking forward to upcoming? I don't know. Let's talk about something. Um, <laughs> you guys, wa- you guys watch Mad Men? I watched the newest episode of Mad Men, and it's getting good. I don't know about you guys. You know what? I'm not gonna start watching it from season one. I haven't started watching it yet, but it's on Netflix. So I'm gonna catch up, guys. Oh, you should. I keep, is... I keep, I keep hearing it's great, so I am gonna tune in. It's amazing. It's a little bit slower. It's a drama. Uh, there's not much action, but it has a great story to it, and I highly recommend watching it. I was gonna ask you how how the hell do you know this Triple Dell guy? Uh, <laughs> I mean, where did he even come from? Like, I think everyone saw him. Loves him. He uh, lives a couple streets over from me. Well, so he's just a local guy. Yeah, he's uh, one who likes to go out and seek in fame. He once walked uh, across America to audition for Survivor. He was on some TLC cheapskates uh, show talking about couponing and all that stuff. So he's just a uh, fame whore, to say the least. Uh, well, he got a lot of fame. He got a 15 minutes of fame in the UFC. He got a, hey, you know you make it in this world when you got an MMA junkie article. Yeah, for real. Huh. Oh, he's all over. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um. Huh. So hopefully, you know, he gets paid to do come out to like events or something. That'd be pretty sweet. I doubt it. You gonna book him for your team? Yeah, the OFC one. (laughs) (laughs) Brock gonna book him for that. Oh god. Oh, you know what we haven't done yet? Our threat of the week. The threat of the week. What the hell? I haven't seen any good ones yet. Oh, I did see a good it. one. I saw one oh, I again between, uh, and you guys may have not have seen it, it's for the Volunteer Brawl. It's up to 256 comments. And it's basically Scott Holtzman, who's making an appearance uh, at this event in Knoxville, shit-talking other people for shit-talking him. It's pretty good. Huh. I, I just saw another group today. You don't even really talk in the one you created first. Nimbla? I know. I started a group for Ohio promoters so we can start a band list from all these fucking stupid-ass fighters. Who uh, who are you friends with? What other promoters are you friends with? I got like 12 Two. promoters. <laughs> Two. 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 No, I got Nicole, Roger, Rich Fitch. I got a lot of them. Hmm. Everybody loves Aaron Garrett. I heard Rick Fitch is doing a Virago show. Is that true? Yeah, in Ohio. I don't think it's going to work. It didn't work here. What would you think, <laughs> Carlo? How'd that, how'd you know, that fly? You know, it, it was a decent card, man. Uh, you know, I mean, it's all girls. Fight. It's like watching it. I mean, I don't know. It, it, was, it was entertaining. It was okay. But, oh, I mean, the fights, okay. the fights will speak for themselves, but... How are you going to get a crowd motivated? How are you going to find enough girls locally to, to build an audience? That's right. Not, you know, and, you, and you have to know all the judges' name on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the words of Matt Brown, women players should 
fight topless. <laughs> nah. No, yeah, one of the fighters. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I mean, we're not as lenient as uh, Kentucky either. I know. I mean, some of those records shouldn't have been, what, Bernie wouldn't let fight here in Ohio. Yeah. So. I think it's a hard sell. I mean, I mean how I remember, Invictus had an event? Well, yeah, I, I forgot about them. What happened to them? Who knows? Who? Invicta. Uh, I thought they were having a show coming up. Nope. Uh, Julie Kenning, the new matchmaker, I, I thought I read an article where she's talking about uh, a show coming up. Uh, I guess not. I think she, I think there was, though. I think you just don't know what you're talking about. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I know yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I will remember that. And no, Gary, you still have a few minutes to shut your face, drink another drink of your Polar Pop. <laughs> big I, I know you guys don't care, but big boxing this Saturday night. Who's boxing? Uh, Juan Medio Marquez and Mike Alvarado. I've heard of Marquez. I've never heard of this other guy. Um, no, Mike the big, Alvarado? The big Mike. boxing event of the year already took place when Mayweather defeated whatever his face name is and Adrian Bonner <laughs> with that butt. So I'm just what, saying. What did Bonner say? Well, I just beat the fuck up Mexican. Yeah, they got him banned for life so far. He, he, he's on uh, Donald Sterling terms with uh, boxing right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, on TV no. right now. He said I whooped the Mexican. He got banned for life. Um, I thought he was just banned from WBO sanctioned fights. That, that's possible. He, he can fight. He can fight. He can fight here on these promotions. Uh, you know, <laughs> anywhere else. I mean, with the uh, 18 million different promotions of boxing, he's fine. He'll find somewhere else. Double impact, cool. maybe. I heard, I heard there's uh, boxing down in uh, Cincinnati uh, June 14th also. Uh, uh, I think Ronnie Jordan's fighting on that one. A boxing guy? Gary, we got to gotta go to that. We got to set that up. We'll be a Aaron, Gary, I need you to help me with that. We're uh, going to be a hard rock. You guys are going to be the hard rock. Ah, oh, shit. You're right. I can't say shit on here, right? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! There's a uh, fight coming up at the casino up here. I forget what it is. MMA or boxing? Boxing. So we're doing uh, there's one coming up in um, Columbus. uh, uh, Muay Thai. Hmm. I don't know how good that's gonna go in Ohio, but I mean. What's up with your boys at Purgatory? Are they going to put on any more boxing shows or MMA shows or anything? No. They keep on... They were, I think it was like... I think it was supposed to be like the May 10th weekend. They're supposed to redo their MMA card, but... Hmm. Hey, we're just weeding them all out. One of these days, it's going to be IT Fight Series in Ohio. And driven MMA. And driven, yes. We'll let them have the Cleveland area. Yeah, we were talking about, like, why don't UFC just go to, like, Cleveland? Yeah, at least they've got two fighters there. That is true. Although, I'm guessing because there's not much market outside of Cleveland. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, like, surrounding cities? Oh. Bellator did awesome there. Yeah, but Belter also had a bunch of local fighters on the other card, too. 
That was the NAAFS co-promoted show, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, or even Columbus. I mean, we got two two fighters, three fighters now from Columbus. Matt Brown, Dan Spawn, and Luke Zacharis. Yep. I yeah, but probably just, here's the thing. Dana White loves Cincinnati, so screw Columbus and Cleveland. He likes Cincinnati today. You won't like him tomorrow. I mean, they only bought a 6,100 gate. That's that's shitty gate there. How, how many? Also, how many people? It's also a shitty today? fight card. It so, was. I mean, what do you? I expect? mean, on paper it was a shitty fight card, but like it was badass fights though. Yeah, but I mean nobody can predict that. You can only see who's fighting, and when there's only one local fight. One local guy fighting, and you're trying to get out to the average fan who doesn't know all yeah. these other Brazilians. I mean, it doesn't help. Yeah. Good too. Yeah, Anthony Lapsy. Yeah, but he's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. People from Cincinnati don't know many people from Fort Wayne, Indiana, especially a guy who hasn't fought in UFC in years. And when I thought he did, it was a regional thing. Wasn't that for you for that regional? Yeah, the average fan doesn't know regional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, now it's past midnight. We've no, uh, met our quota. your face. Nope. We're talking. We're in a good, <laughs> good conversation here. Carlo and I have to wake up early and go to work. So do I. No, you don't. So do I. You, neither one of you fucks have a job. Yeah, I have to travel 70 miles. Yeah. You, I travel, have... you travel 70 miles to work? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Man, you get ripped off. 67 to be exact. I'll actually be by Kokomo, Indiana this weekend for a prom, so I might stop over there for you guys. Oh, your girlfriend asked you to prom? How cute. Yes. <laughs> hey, Aaron, I'm in Indiana. If you stop by, let me know, man. We'll hook up. All right. Yeah, drop, we have a drop that name Indiana name. prom. Drop that name. name. We'll play it just for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I just see those kids dance for that shit. You know that song, Carlo? <laughs> And I'm not asking you because you're black. I'm just asking because we... That's okay, man. I can wear five. I can wear five. Five black animation. <laughs> uh, you just got beer from the UFC. Talk now. What? You're on the Sterling band list. Drop that name. That's the... That, what'd you say, Aaron? That's like the most requested song at proms this year? Right now. Yeah. What, what is it? Drop that name. Nah, oh, man. I'm old, man. I have no clue what that song is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I listened to it last week, though. You did. That and, uh, what's the other one? What's the other one, Juan, that you love so much? Uh, Turn Down for What? Turn, yeah. Turn Down for What, yeah. Turn Down for What? That should be our new uh, entrance theme song for Bluegrass MMA Radio. Just a video. Just a video. <laughs> That video is song was California Love by Tupac, so he tells you how times have changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. We could do that. That's your I, I don't want to get confused with your eye favorite, though. That's his song. All right. I'm done. I love you, fuckers. Uh, next week, we'll go the whole time. And. Maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about instead of just rambling through here. Now I'm going to upload this. I'm going to upload, I'm going to download the Blog Talk show and upload this show to SoundCloud. Does that sound fair, Juan? 
you're gonna do what? I wasn't listening. God damn it! <laughs> hey. I'm gonna upload this podcast, this hour long we just did, to SoundCloud. Okay, first, don't use the Lord's name in vain. Second off, fudge, <laughs> fudge Packers. Why? Because we only get like two hours worth of on SoundCloud, which is ridiculous. I don't like that. What do you want me to upload it to? YouTube. Oh, okay. Just All send right. me send me the file. I'll upload it. Okay. Can you, can you make me uh, make a picture of my face on there? <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> You're All funny. Right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we'll do it again. Oh, pleasure, brother. Thank you. We will uh, be back Thursday night, Juan and myself, with a whole new lineup. I, my debate, Juan, episode 174 or episode 87? Which, what should it be? Episode 87. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. What do you mean, episode 87? Pro MMA or Pro M, Pro MMA Now Radio episode 87 or Bluegrass MMA Live episode 174. Bluegrass MMA Live episode 174. All right. We'll start working on your slides that you took so much time on. Me, 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 me. That's what I think. I'm out. Peace. Later.